Hello, everyone. This is Zorina Dimitrova, host of the Grow and Learn podcast and of Heal and Learn YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is also available on bitshoot.com and odyssey.com. So do check us out there if you prefer these platforms. I'm here today with somebody really interesting. As usual, as usual I bring you very interesting people, experts in alternative uh, methods of um, uh, of personal development, of healing, of spirituality, of incorporating business and spirituality, and many others. And today I have uh, Ogi Karam with me, who is a corporate shaman. Welcome, Ogi. This is a very uh, bold statement, a corporate shaman. <laughs> People usually imagine, uh, like, I don't know, somebody with an eagle feather or somebody smoking <laughs> pipes. What do you do in a corporation? What is a corporate shaman? Yeah, um, it is indeed a very bold statement. Like I am bold as well, as you see. And it, it requires really a lot of courage to go to this uh, structure and to say, oh, I want to give you a little bit more insights about how are the things beyond your perspective that you see and um, yeah corporative shaman is uh, someone who is connecting the world of business and the world beyond which we say it's uh, like a spiritual world or an energetical world or the let's say it's the world of the principles because for example every business every big corporation uh, has the foundation of certain principles. You cannot think of big corporation without these principles. Yeah. So these principles, there are in, in another world. They cannot be measured with uh, our uh, physical in, in our physical realms. So people who are founding big com com uh, corporation, they know what I'm talking about. So um, maybe yeah, before uh, we. I before yes, we continue, Augie, uh, with the because it's a, it's a very interesting topic, and um, I know a few people that are also uh, dipping their toes, so to say, in the energetic world in a business environment. Um, and for some of them, it's actually been quite successful so far. So there are people combining yeah. astrology and uh, uh, business. Yeah. There are people doing uh, kinesiology and business, so they can tell you where the uh, energetics of a company's. Um, is, uh, yeah, uh, there's something wrong with it by just exactly. using kinesiology. A blockage, yes, yes blockage. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there are different uh, things that I've heard, and they and they do work, yeah. and they're sought after. But before that, yeah. I'd like to um, talk a little bit about you, so that people know who is in front of us. So you're uh, yeah. working currently um, in a large, very large corporation, and um, on the product side, and uh, you've currently. Um, started um, or are in the process of founding a chapter on mental health that is going to serve this corporation. Can you tell us yeah. a bit about the, the purpose of this and what drove you to um, to start this initiative? Yeah, um, the, the purpose of this uh, chapter is the first to uh, start a conversation about mental health. Uh, because we first need uh, to talk about this topic. This is really uh, very important, you know, that we acknowledge that 
there is something like a mental health and well-being after COVID, after one and a half year working from home, working in this condition, under stress, under so many circumstances, we need to acknowledge, we need to talk about these issues at work. And this should be something very normal and uh, people should be uh, should, should feel also uh, that they are in a safe psychological environment when they speak about these issues. Otherwise, these um, things are getting suppressed and at certain point we see people that are having um, burnouts or there are even worse cases that, that I don't want to uh, hear to talk about but you know people uh, can go beyond what we think and um, you know we, we really need to, to take care of the people uh, mental health well-being before it's too late so now this is a necessity now we need to to do it it's not a you know just a, a comedy uh, like um uh, it's not um something that uh, we do for a PR work is something that we need to do in order uh, for the corporation and as a structure to survive the the, the new challenges uh, the, of the new time. Maybe if I could add here that uh, from me. my observation, most companies, yes. um, most people in companies say, well, that's that's something the company should do, but employees are part a part of the company so uh, clearly Absolutely. somebody needs to take a responsibility it's not like a company somebody invisible should take action but actually each and every one of the employees is responsible for each other and you know if your colleague yeah. if you hear the bad news on the phone because somebody has um you know has gone beyond normality and something terrible has happened to them uh who is responsible then do you carry responsibility or is the company that is not a physical person responsible for that? Each of the people that are a part of the company are responsible for taking action and for um, taking care of their fellow human beings. Indeed, indeed, Zori, uh, this is true. Uh, however, think uh, about business goals. Yeah. How many managers are putting well-being, happiness, or mental health as a business goal. They are like, oh, we need to increase the revenue. We, we will invest, we will uh, do this and that uh, with the numbers, with the markets, with so, but they forget. It's like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like well-being, happiness, it's, you know, nice thing, but let's focus on the real thing about, you know, our- and The hard measures, yeah. Yes, so, and then they forget. And at certain points, like, during this COVID uh, thing, during this pandemic, we forgot about the foundation. And I think we see how companies uh, now have really big problems. They don't even want to acknowledge it because uh, they are not prepared for for uh, for this uh, problem. And it's, it's a shift it's in mindset from... of a company because. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've watched, the, the, I, I made a video recently with Mike Amato, who has gone through this whole process of uh, company transformation years ago, even before COVID. And he has mm -hmm. proven results that when you focus on the, uh, on the grassroots initiatives, on um, the soft, when you, when you put soft uh, 
targets like this one, well-being. What is soft? What is soft, soft targets? Soft targets is uh, uh, like a well-being of people. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I, I want to challenge people to think about soft skills as a human skills. Because... No, I mean targets, targets, not skills. Soft targets. Oh. Like okay. well-being targets, like uh, uh, like the okay. environment uh, rating of an of the environment that you work in. These are soft ah, okay. targets, and when you start putting soft targets, actually ah. it translates in hard results. So it translates to the bottom okay. line. You get better results, even if yes. you think that you can only tweak with hard targets. You know, okay. like setting this is the revenue I want to uh, achieve. This is the these are the costs that I want to achieve. But it actually works much better the other way around, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. still, so this still is, sorry. This is... Go ahead. Still sorry. I, I I will say we need to replace um, the soft skills or what you refer as soft to be called a human. You know, it's a it's a human goal. Mm -hmm. We as a human want to be happy. We want to uh, experience this life uh, as uh, as a journey where we grow right and we want to be uh, joyful this is our our need as a human being during this time if we can contribute to a certain organization for uh its growth for adding values with our skills uh for the life of others through our products through our services is great you know i i i think if if people are happy they are more productive. They come up with genius ideas. They are not machines, right? So, uh, in indeed, managers should um, consider these human skills uh, or human um, goals uh, as uh, something uh, very important now because we are developing machines and uh, artificial intelligence is growing. What will happen when we have uh, sufficient uh, uh, growth in, in this area? Have we forgotten how, for example, to communicate with humans? Because now we have human-machine interaction, but we are lacking of human-human interaction, especially the generation grown not now during COVID, seeing these this things happening, uh, communicating through the devices, uh, which these devices, uh, they give you only two senses, the visual one and the auditive one. They are not getting you uh, the whole specter of, of, of the sensational world we are living in. So, uh, yeah, I think the, the human part of the business uh, will, will come uh, now and um, we need to acknowledge it and... Um, have Great you, that people uh, are already you, thinking about this. Have you uh, checked if there if there were improved results already in the chapters of your company that is operating globally, and the company that you work in? Have you checked if they have uh, reported improved results where they are founded chapters? Um, this initiative is still very new for uh, Europe. Uh, what I saw is that uh, in, in USA, they, uh, mm, they have already um, programs like a month of mental health 
and um, there are investing also money in it they have budget they have sponsorship uh for me this speaks um for acknowledging the purpose of this chapter uh, i haven't checked for results to be honest uh for me uh numbers are uh, not so relevant because uh after one and a half year of uh, this covid uh, restrictions and this uh, abnormal way of work from home uh that nobody was prepared for uh i think uh, we we should not take so much uh, time to look at the numbers because um if if you have a contact with people for example i'm a more human centric person and i talk with people i don't look at the statistic and i'm talking with uh, lots of people who are working from home in different different uh corporation companies and everybody at some extent feels uh this pressure mm-hmm. and no it doesn't matter in which position there are I, i i i have spoken with people in different positions doesn't matter if you are a manager you have a burnout if you are just normal employee you have burnout and mm. this is how it is So there are numbers uh, for people who, who want to have the statistic. There are so many studies now. It, you can check. I, it's just for me. I know there is a problem. I, I don't need the, the numbers. I'm getting the numbers in order to present them to the managers who wants to see the numbers. For me, there is a problem. You know, yeah. if it's like you see a person, you already see that he he's you. But in order. To him to believe that he is you you need to present him the results the medical reserve the results yeah. so i don't need the results i i see the illness already yeah so yeah um i don't know if i answered your question perfectly but... <laughs> yes thank you very much no no absolutely i mean we are clear we are constantly hearing anyhow about numbers skyrocketing of suicides let's call it as it is uh, i it i is, only have heard of uh, or I've only checked numbers in the UK because they're very widely available and uh it's something like times 5 increase in these numbers and which is really terrifying but when we talk about human's life i don't think we we need to talk about numbers you know yeah. this is my 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 approach uh even when one pe- pe- one person is uh, getting uh killed by by this uh it's already uh you know a issue yes. in a company uh so hmm. yeah um so uh okay and then uh, here comes the shaman the corporate shaman <laughs> well to be honest i would look uh, i would love to to have this shaman before all of this happens uh because uh I am a person who pre- uh, prefers um preventative measures than you know dealing with the problem it's like you know the the baywatch who is taking care of the people on, on the beach and he he's uh, putting his awareness his uh his intention to to uh prevent that they are uh, you know growing uh, growing yeah. exactly mm-hmm. So uh now the corporate chairman should come in order to heal companies in order to heal 
big uh, organization, big groups of people, communities, uh, even states. We see uh, this is happening all over the world. So uh, he, uh, I, I will read a very good uh, definition what a corporate chairman is. I found it in internet, so I can uh, only say uh, it's uh, quoted. Uh, a corporate chairman is a wise and knowledgeable leader of a business who uses certain practices that ensure the health of the company and keep it well. However, if perchance the company does become sick, the corporate chairman search for ways to heal it. She or he may bring it in coaches, pray, schedule times with managers, recognize employee birthdays, promote the use of suggestion box or other methods to restore well-being. So there is not a recipe how it's uh, done. Uh, for sure, what I can say uh, for my perspective is uh, the corporate challenge is looking and the corporation as one whole, as one body. What also corporation means is, is a is a, is a is a body that uh, that uh, is. So he's looking at the whole. He's not looking only at the CEO or only at the managers. He's looking how everything is uh, working together. And most of the time, the problems uh, might be in the. Uh, missing connections between uh, the above and, and uh, at the bottom. So like in our body, the cells in the brain, uh, you know, from the one level to another level, uh, maybe the management wants something, but still it, it gets to the bottom, you know, it's not always uh, the same. And it's the same, this, this, this circulation of information, of actions, uh, it's, it's, there are blockages, as you already mentioned. So the, the work of the corporate chairman is to detect these issues. Um, and I also get some insight uh, about it that a corporate chairman is taking the poison uh, and is experiencing this, uh, the issues on, on himself but with awareness in order to, to see the, the problems. You know, uh, it, it's very important that he doesn't um, identify himself with the problem or with the illness, which is uh, he can see it, he can feel it, uh, but this is part of his journey to, 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 to find the solution. This is what also a normal shaman will do. Yeah. Uh, and actually the, the shamans were mostly people who were connected already with, with a tribe. Uh, it's just now when we say corporate shaman is more implicit of the modern world. Because mm -hmm. if I say just a shaman, people will think about these <laughs> things yeah. that, you know, uh, as you said, in the feather, in the pipe. Uh, but you know, we are not living in, in tribes as, you know, back in the days. We are committing every five days, eight hours um, uh, a week to 
no, 40 hours a week, uh, eight hours a day, uh, to work for a certain purpose in a certain uh, corporation, group of people. Uh, this, is, this is our tribe or one of our tribes. And um, we are building with our intention, with our work, uh, we are bu building together one entity. It, it, it's, it's an entity. It's a real entity. So um, the founder of this entity would have for sure much better connection with it because he was envisioning this, uh, this company from the beginning. So, yeah. Very cool. So let's just briefly say, because it's not a secret, the company you work for is... Uh, Amazon without stressing too much it does need advertisement but just to say that they're the ones that are uh, that have started this well-being initiative uh, that that you are now taking on as a as a chapter in Spain you're okay. located in Spain but you're Bulgarian what do the yeah. uh, what does the what is it called on the shirt the embroideries <laughs> on the shirt what do they mean embroidery yeah yeah uh yeah, the embroidery on, on the shirt. Well, this is totally different uh, topic. We, we, we should uh, talk about it uh, maybe uh, another time. Yeah. Um, but just to maybe... say that every embroidery it has an imprint, an energetic imprint and, uh, and a meaning. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think in English it will be translated as a, as a seed, like Jitmo uh -huh. or is it? Corn seed, like not corn, but um, um, wheat seed. Yes, yes, wheat. something like 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 this. But I mean, for sure, there is a totally different meaning <laughs> uh, behind know, it. To right. Topic, uh, yeah, that we we, we can talk. Um, what what I can say about my origin as a Bulgarian is that uh, uh, we are very under underestimated as uh, as a country uh, and when I'm talking about more my origin normally I ask people to search in Google for the oldest gold in the world and I'm just like okay just just ask Google you know because he's like ob objective now you know when Google knows something you know this is what, what it is <laughs> so and when people type the oldest gold in the world they come to my city because my city is the city of Varna and it has uh, the oldest gold in the world. Then I tell them that we have also the most precise calendar in the world, that uh, Bulgaria never changed his name. We were always Bulgaria uh, uh, from our... Grounding, um, um, uh, yeah. Grounding, exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah... And when I start to talk about my origin and my country, at some point they say, okay, don't talk so much. It's, you know, like too much. And like, no, this is, this, these are facts. When, you know, when, when, you, when you talk about the things that are proven, it's not berging, you know, it's not like, hey, I'm showing off. No, it, this is how it is, you know. And uh, uh, we Bulgarians, we astrologically are under the um, sign of Capricorn. And people who are into astrology, they know that uh, Capricorn is connected with uh, organizations, with countries, with structures. And that's why, for example, we have in Bulgaria more than 30 mountains. 
very small country, very, very small, but more than 30 uh, mountains. And we as a Bulgarian, we, we have this uh, great connection with earth, with the mountain. During the, the, the hardest time in our history, we went to the mountains and we, uh, we found refugee there. We were fighting uh, on, on, on Shipka with rocks because uh, our warrior didn't have uh, um, you know, uh, guns. So exactly. Yeah. So uh, we are, are very connected to, to nature, very connected to our earth, very um, into creating structures. I also uh, describe a Bulgarian as someone who is stepping on, on the ground, on earth, and looking uh, high and in the sky uh, into eternity. Because uh, for us, when something has um, history or when something is ancient, for us, this is valuable. And we as a Bulgarian, we tend to, to, to do things that will echo in eternity. We are doing things and with, you know, with a mindset, this will last forever or this will last centuries. Mm-hmm. And we like it. We, we, we like to create these things. So there is some certain uh, thing that we possess. And I think uh, a corporation, international company, should appreciate this unique uh, part that we can contribute for their DNA mm-hmm. in order to sustain, you know. So... Um, contributing to the long-term vision, the creating of things that are more sustainable. Yeah, yeah. S- s- sustainable, exactly, exactly. Uh, so... Uh, and and um, in- as... as a, so apart from being a corporate shaman, you... Um, you also organize uh, team building events and consult um, executives. So the team building events potentially could be organized in Bulgaria, I suppose. Uh, it, it might help people. Is this what you... Yes, uh, you know, uh, yeah. People tend to maybe look at the corporation as a machine, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, however, a corporation should be looked more organically because if you have one being with a people inside it and people are living being, so they are influenced by the natural cycles, by the emotions, by so many things. It's an organic being. So uh, you need to connect to organic knowledge. Uh, For example, you uh, look at uh, our inventions and uh, our way how we build things like the houses, the street, um, the computers, all the objects. And we are so um, into um, praising the straight line, right? you know, because we, we can create straight lines, which is from my perspective, very limiting and has nothing to do with the real life beyond Mm -hmm. because look at me look at me as a human being look at the animals look at the trees look at the life itself where you will find the straight line where do i have a straight line 
I don't know, maybe one of your bones, a fraction of it, no, maybe it's a straight no, line, but apart from that. No, no you no. never, never find a straight, Zori, if you find a straight bone in a living being, call me. If, <laughs> I mean, if somebody is watching this and finds in a living being, in a living being, a straight line, a perfect straight line, contact with me because I was searching for a straight line in, in the organic nature which is, you know, going with the laws of the cosmos and the life in the universe. Mm -hmm. There is no straight line. That's why, for example, I'm in Barcelona. And that's why we, we speak about Barcelona of Gaudi, because Gaudi was telling the same. He was, he was amazing. He was more than just an architect, yeah. you know, and he was doing all of his uh, architecture without a straight line. He was True. so obsessed architecture, of, yeah. mm -hmm. of, of showing people that there is no straight line. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no straight line. So going into the nature as a CEO, as a manager, uh, just connecting to, to life as it is, uh, looking, you know, one or two hours through, through a forest, just looking at this, this, this uh, uh, chaotic, you know, this is not like uh, how we will uh, construct our life. This is chaotic. It's, it's the natural way of growing here and there. And then your mind, even if you're not willing to accept it, but your mind will absorb this natural, organic way of the things. And for sure, if you want to go further you can as well but um, i think this is very important also for people uh even to walk barefoot in nature uh this can also give them the the sensation to be more close to earth and um for sure i mean when we talk about team buildings or um seminars for executive managers and so on why not go into the mountains? Why not go uh, and uh, uh, just talk during a hike, for example? Uh, why should we stay in these artificial rooms, in, in this uh, artificial business environment? Mm -hmm. Because if you have a problem on a certain level, you cannot solve this problem on the same level. You need to go higher. So I think nature has uh, proven that she is our mother and we as her children are saying that we want to save our mother you know we want to save earth which is not possible because earth will survive you know we should think how we will survive now all the things that are coming as a climate change and so on and to be honest the leaders of tomorrow, the leaders of the future, they will be more connected to, to Earth. They will be people who will take more responsibilities and more responsibilities about the life on Earth, about uh, how everything is interacting on this planet. So uh, it will be a good start for managers, decisions makers, uh, to uh, show 
how we can connect to nature and how important it is to connect with nature. And later they can uh, teach the younger generation who will uh, take their places in maybe 10 or 15 years or 20 years uh, to show them how they can uh, incorporate this connection to nature with the business world. Mm -hmm. They can be the, the future mentors of the new generation because the new generation will seek for solution in terms of ecology, of climate change. Uh, so they will need this uh, mentorship for sure. Yeah. Well, I completely agree with that because uh, I know of um, um, studies that have been done when people change the colors of their room or the colors of uh, schools or the, uh, the interior of an office uh, when they put more plants around, how actually the whole climate changes in a company. So naturally, if you follow the same path, it's absolutely normal than if people are put outside. And exactly as you said, in a more uh, wild environment rather than in a park that it's that it's already been um, molded by the human hand. So, you know, you need to take people actually uh, completely in the wild nature to be able to uh, open their mind, restructure their way of thinking, because the, the mind also mirrors what you see uh, exactly. in, um, yes. in the environment. All right. Wonderful. Ogi, I suggest we uh, end it here. We're going to come back again with more information Great. about uh, corporate shamanism. I really loved our conversation and the, the, the width uh, that we went <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, where can people find you if they want to know more or if they are looking for uh, somebody to consult them? Okay, I have a website. It's uh, ogikaram.com. And uh, for sure, they can also uh, connect uh, uh, with you. So now we have a connection. And uh, for sure, I'm looking forward for uh, initiative that we can do together based on my experience and yours and the team you, you have also around you because uh, I'm looking for a holistic uh, approach. Uh, maybe I have a certain expertise, knowledge and skills. Other people uh, have also uh, their own. And I'm really uh, looking for uh, uh, like a community that we can build that we that we uh, can give the solutions of the problems that are already existing. Yeah. So if you're a business looking for somebody to restructure your company with fast turnaround results looking from the human side, you can head on to www.growandlearn.org and uh, go to page find expert where, we, where you will see the profiles that um, I collaborate the profiles of the people that I collaborate with and what they're specialists in. Um, so do check us out. The contacts will be below the video. Thank you very much, Augie. Wonderful Thank day, everyone, everyone, and thanks for listening. Thank you.